Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, guys. Jason here. I want to tell you about wink.com. W I N C. It's a great way to discover a new wine if you don't know a bunch about wine. Basically, all you do is go to their website, fill out a survey based on your flavors, what you're into, what you're not into, and they ship personalized selections right to your door. They start at just $13 a bottle. You get to come home to a box that's been customized just for you, and then you can start chugging ASAP. There's no membership fees. You can cancel any time if you want to skip a month because you're out of town or because you don't have money. No problem. Shipping is covered. If you don't like the bottle, they'll replace it with one you love today. Even if you use wink.com slash the stew, you get $20 off your first shipment. Try wink.com, T-R-Y-W-I-N-C dot com slash the stew. And you get, to, uh, you get to support us over here at the pod and we can keep delivering you great episodes to your door every week. Enjoy the show. I said what you know about it. Hello, hello. You're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conaparo, say hello. Hi. And we do have one special guest. Courtney, say hello. Hello. Um, you are uh, you're the, the chef at John and Vinny's here in Los Angeles. Yes, I am. Which is one of the most popular restaurants in L.A. <laughs> By a lot. <laughs> By a uh, lot. It's true, guys. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not easy to get into John and Vinny's. It's not. Whenever um, somebody's like, hey, you want to go to John and Vinny's? I'm like, yeah, but like, how? And then they're like, I'll just call and make a res. And then I'm like, <laughs> um, four top for eight o'clock? No. no. Maybe um, maybe in July. Right. Uh, or to go. Or to but go. It all, if you haven't been there, it also sits in a very like inviting, semi-casual. Like It's, t- it's a little torqued up inside, but it also for... The Did amount you of time. It's a little it, up inside? Torqued. It is torqued. Not torqued. I said torqued. <laughs> got it. Got it. Car and stuff. Because I've been taking Mucinex and I'm feeling a little torqued up inside late the last couple of days. Truck Tor- stuff. Got it. Got, got it. it. Four wheeling. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, but it's also not really kind of overprecious or pretentious. It's really fun inside, yet it's still incredibly hard to get into. Which I think is, for a lot of people, misleading because they think, oh, it's casual Italian. It's kind of like a diner. We're open all right. day. Um, but I'll because- just do a pop in. Huh? Yeah, just exactly. Pop in for I'll a barata ball, right? And it's forty-five seats, so it's it's small. Yeah, it is small, and I think the that the the smallness of it is kind of what's helped get that get that buzz. The scarcity yeah. of uh, availability, mm-hmm. you know, it, we've learned over the years that that's a, a very good way to build your brand and product for sure for restaurants or for a clothing company or mm-hmm. cars or you name it, buddy. What didn't you just mention? You working the door in Hollywood, holding the line, making it look real big, or even while it's empty inside? <laughs> right, exactly. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. That's also a thing that I've heard <laughs> yeah. that people do. When somebody gets in, there's six other right. people, but 400 right. outside, and they're like, "What the?" You know, that's not a that's not a tactic that I ever liked to implore myself. <laughs> but did you? Mm, I, I I maybe did it a little bit, but I mean I that was you always, didn't need to. You didn't that was really always the worst. Yeah, the worst thing ever when you go in and like, all right, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. It better be good. And there's four people in there, and and they're all ugly. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! Um, sure, keep the line outside. Get the buzz going. Right. I get it. I get right. it. So um, I want to know your journey of how yeah. you got of how you got to the J and V. Um, it's a long one. Where are you from? How much time do we have? Enough. Enough. All the time you okay. need. 
Um, well, I'm not I mean, from LA. None of the boring stuff, though. Okay. You're not okay, from okay, LA. Okay. Just wow. the hits. There's some boring, there's some really boring Just stuff. Just the bangers. Okay, okay, the bangers. I'll Here wink we go. at you when it starts <laughs> getting a little boring. Leave the filler <laughs> album tracks out of it. Um, you should do the winking, because I tend to carry on. Um, okay, so I'm from Chicago. Grew uh-huh. up in a big Italian family. Um, Checks out. Well, as soon as you Checks said the out. word Chicago, your voice changed to <laughs> full Chicagoian. All right, all right. So, um. Big fucking family, dude. Okay, go ahead. Oh, can we swear? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's absolutely. Good. Noted. Okay, um, <laughs> I grew up in drugs? a big fucking family in Chicago. <laughs> no, um, I grew up like uh, in a suburb of Chicago, and um, always was surrounded by Italian food. My grandma is Italian, my mother, um, so I've had insight into Italian food since I was a kid. Um, I started cooking with my grandmother, but never pursued it professionally, mainly because of the fact that I never really saw any women in kitchens. So mm. I was always obsessed with like small, you know, 40 seat restaurants that were Italian. Um, love but a I was, 40 seater. You love a 40 seater, but that's what I, mm-hmm. I really grew up around that. So when I was like looking in kitchens, I didn't see any women. And I remember telling my grandmother as a kid, like, I want to cook. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And she was like, you're never going to make any money. <laughs> you're not going to get married. You won't have a family. Wow. <laughs> a couple of those check out right now. No, no. Um, but, um, you're never going to have a man. <laughs> but she deterred me from it. So I started doing front of the house as a, like in my teens through college. Um, and Were you a hostess at Islands? I, I was not. Red no, ramen. but I did, work at, I did work at Chevy's. Hell yeah. Chevy's? Yep, that's when I learned to carry a tray with margaritas. Yes. After dropping. Chevy's is known two. for making the tortillas... To, to order, right? To order, and they're known for like their hot like tortilla chips that they yep. put in like a warmer, which Stu- was so good. Stewie and I used to really <laughs> abuse the Chevy's free tortilla policy in high school. Yeah, unlimited. We would go there, and it would be like seven dudes mm-hmm. with like $4 total between us, and we'd order a side of guacamole and chips and five waters, and then we would just wait for the conveyor belt of tortillas to come out, and then you would you just go... Right up. And you just get like a dozen of them, like, and put them under your shirt and go back to your table and eat it like a little hamster. Yeah. And then when the waitress comes, we're like, we're good. Well, no tip. Full. This 150 tortillas <laughs> on mm-hmm. one table of five dudes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're I'm full. We all had homes where kitchens full of food that we could eat, but we were eating as if we were fully homeless, for sure. <laughs> but wait, I Chevy's, it. I would imagine, also home of very drunk people in the middle of the day. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do people drink in Chicago? What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And There's and nothing was... else to do except kill yourself or drink in Chicago, right? Exactly. Or get exactly. Fat. Lots of drinking, lots of sports, mm-hmm. um, ex- especially watching sports while drinking is mm-hmm. really the target. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I feel like sometimes people don't think about that. When you think about day drinking, you think of like your local bar that you drive by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the here's the drawing room that opens at six a.m. The minute you can legally sell alcohol in California, oh, yeah. but like when you're driving through a town, you're like, oh yeah, there's some people in there early. <clears throat> you know what it looks like. But you drive by a Chevy's and you're like, oh, it's bright, a lot of parking, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Looks like there's some kids hanging out. Uh-huh. But there's also people at nine thirty in the morning at that bar <laughs> hammered. Exactly. So it was it was a tough first go at serving. Um, and shortly after that, like I was in school for psychology, thought I was going to be a psychologist. Mm. Um, I graduated. I moved downtown and I started working for the Boca Group um, at uh, GT Fish and Oyster. Uh, no, Boca. <laughs> Sorry. No. I don't know the Boca Group. What is that? Um, it's a big restaurant group in Chicago. Um, and one of their chefs had this like fish and oyster place. And I started working there. And I just saw how inspired he was by the food. Mm. And I was like man, I got to get back in the kitchen. Mm. But they wouldn't let me because I was too good of a server. So like my, ah. yeah, I was like making crazy money. And, and I was like, you don't want this job, kid. Yeah, well, the kitchen was. They were like, we're making $10 an hour. You're walking <laughs> home. I mean, I was making crazy money there. <laughs> and so like, they were like, you're crazy. Why are you going to leave to be a cook? What is the matter with you? Everyone thought I was insane. Yeah, they're like, my hands are bloody and yeah. burned. Most cooks yeah, in LA still, still think yeah. that you're probably insane at this I'm point. I'm homeless. Yeah, yeah my, bro- my brother is a GM, and sometimes he's like, I'm, sometimes I want to go back to being a server oh, because yeah. it's just like, you it's, just make a bunch of money for not doing all that much. Right. I mean, and you're doing you're stuff. You're walking with cash. And yeah, so yeah. when you leave with that much money, you're like, man, if I were to like go to culinary, like I kept wanting to go to culinary school, but never really doing it. Yeah. Okay, here's where it gets you're like, juicy. How can I spend like $110,000 to make less money? Right, exactly. I should go to I school should do this. and then right. go back to the house. Right. So I moved to San Jose. I was in a relationship. 
I mm. broke up out of that relationship. It was really a tough time. Mm-hmm. I was working for Whole Foods at the time. I've I'd been gotten, to San Jose. It yeah. is a tough time over there. <laughs> it's a tough time. <laughs> hey, there's some really amazing things about it. I went to high um, school in San Jose. Did you? Okay. That's so it. San I, I kind of like like Willow Glen, San mm-hmm. Jose. Sure. Very cute. Yeah. Like maybe a decent restaurant or two. In I've there, only been sense. there one time. And so <laughs> I, have, I have no opinion. Okay. Yeah. I have no right to say all anything right. about it at all. At Whole Foods, I'm working with food. Um, I start like kind of looking at how they're doing recipes. Wait, what was your job at Whole Foods? I was their HR person. Oh, wow. Yeah. HR at So Whole I had Foods. a psychology degree. Yeah. I got yeah. a job like in, in HR and business development. Mm. Um, I, yeah. This was the San Jose move. This was the San Jose move. Did yeah. you get to fire people? I did, and hire both, uh-huh. which are which are both really important parts of being a chef. So it all it all adds uh-huh. up. This all adds up. <laughs> you guys get it. So um, I happened to go to. I worked at a store that was right next to a culinary school. Started taking classes. Had a French professor who was really intense. Um, his name's Xavier Malinov. He was so crazy and scary. And I remember um, did you really call him enjoying professor him. X? We did call him Professor yeah. X. Did he have a did he have coming. a shiny bald head? Yeah. He, was he in a wheelchair? No, but like he was seriously terrifying. And um, did he ever hurt you? He did. <laughs> um, mentally, yes, but physically, no. Um, what I really like was taken by the way he ran a kitchen. I mean, he was really stern and tough, but like um, I tend to be a little bit of a masochist, and I was like, this guy's great. And um, I he didn't break me. And in, and in the kitchen, um, I think there are a lot of times where people were really scared of him, but I found his way of managing like. A way of like pushing us all, so mm-hmm. him and I kind you of. You were just fucked up enough. I was fucked it. up. Yeah, I mean, when you grow up in a divorced family, it's like <clears throat> you're ready. You're Br- ready for the BS. Bring it on, pussy. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got nothing. You got nothing on me, right? <laughs> this California right, right. weather. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, um, because he's from France, he was like, you know what? Um, my last day of school, uh, he was like, you're really good. I think you should do something with cooking and, and take it really seriously and take some chances. Like, where are you going to work after this? And I was like, oh man, like maybe at a farm maybe doing this and he was like absolutely not and he was like you listen to me and you listen to me right now he got really serious and he was like you have to move to Paris you gotta get out of here you gotta go to Europe and I was like I had no I mean at this time I had spent all my money that I made as a server and I got a place to stay too (laughs) right I had no he didn't have a place he was just like just go and I was like how am I gonna just go and where the fuck am I gonna work in Mm -hmm. Paris like and I just got out of culinary school like I was so green um, right, well, like when you meet a funny person, they're like, you should be on SNL. And you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like, what the fuck? So um, I, I kind of like laughed at him. I went back to work at Whole Foods. I like pulled up um, Expedia, and I remember I was, I was like, if I can get a ticket to Paris for under 600 bucks, I'm going. So sure enough, there was a ticket for like $597 to Paris. I booked wow. it for a month from that day. Expedia.com? Yep, Expedia.com. <laughs> com. Wait, let me get it right. Dot com. I don't know. I just wanted to hear it with, with the <laughs> Chicago accent. Um, and I quit my job that same day at Whole Foods. I you said au revoir, Paris. suckers. I was like, I'm getting out of here. Um, you fired yourself. I fired myself. <laughs> I was, and I loved those people so much. I was so sad. Like, that was a great job. And um, I knew I had to, like, really do something and take a risk. And I uh, sold everything I had. I moved to Paris by myself. Um, Damn. Did an Airbnb. Went to the first stage that I set up via email with a chef I had never met. I just had heard of this restaurant called Verju. And... Um, Show, like got to Paris, slept, went in, and got hired. What does verjou mean? Verjou is like the um, unripened juice from a grape. Yeah, like the green. It's like green yeah, juice. it can be green, it can be red. It how can be, how appropriate? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. Truly a metaphor for your life, huh? Right, right. Um, I that job was intense. Uh, I was terrible. In the kitchen. French brigade, um, very intimidating cooks running circles around me from He's day Italian, one. He's Italian, so he doesn't like the French. Hey, that's not, whoa, whoa, that's whoa. not that's, true. That's, I just don't like mean. Whoa. I just don't like mean people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've well, never said that. Listen, though, I will that. tell you, I was so intimidated of everyone in France. Like I. Yeah. I was scared, mm-hmm. um, but I tried. Like that was the thing. I tried to speak the language. I acclimated myself to like the culture. And how many packs a day were you up to? I was probably smoking one pack a day. For me, that's a lot. <laughs> Wait, for real? <laughs> yeah, for real. Damn, my guys, becomes reality. What do you do with all that stress? You smoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had. She had. And then, yeah. like, also, like, cigarette it. breaks bring you closer to other cooks who don't talk to you in the kitchen. So mm-hmm. it's like amazing. I was like, oh shit, that guy Camaraderie. hates me. Yeah. yeah, he hates me. I've seen me. Oz. I know how that yeah, works. I'm yeah, I'm gonna go have a smoke with him, and then if he runs out, lucky me, he can bum one for me. This is 
is building. Yeah. Give me a cigarette. There Hold we go. my pocket. If exactly. I can give this guy a cigarette, he'll stop like spitting at me Which in public. Which didn't really work, but um, it did. It did uh, at least give me five minutes of peace, right. thinking mm-hmm. that this person might. Totally, like look at you as a human look at me for as a, a human. second. Yeah. If you're going to take a smoke break, no better place to do it in the world than Paris. Oh, isn't that the truth? In a back alley somewhere, cobbled streets. It's mm. so true. But here at the time, you know, I had just turned 29. I mean, or I think I was 30. I don't remember, but I got there and I was like so much older. I felt old in that kitchen, and so like mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, like I don't want these people to learn too much about me, and you know, I didn't. It was a very vulnerable time. So you are the rookie and the grandma at the same time. Exactly, which is such a weird experience. Because I was like mentally, I'm a lot That's older and more mature. And I really, I felt like I brought that to the table in that kitchen. Yeah. Um, because my response is when people tried to like sabotage me or make me feel kind of like out of the loop, I kind of knew what was going on. I saw it for what it was and I didn't pay it any mind. Um, at least to them. I would go home and be like, fuck, everyone hates me. And I drink a you know a glass of rose by myself and cry myself to sleep. Mm-hmm. But beside, <laughs> beside that... Um, it took them some time. And so what I learned about the French is you just kind of have to give them a little bit of space and prove to them that you're not like a tourist coming in and out, sure. you know, not really paying attention or respecting mm-hmm. why Paris is so special. Mm-hmm. So anyway, here we go. Are you giving me the wink that it's this? Is no, 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 that is not the light. Right. You are not getting the light. <laughs> you're getting the right, nod right, of right, like, right. I'm listening. So this then, is great. The, yeah. the, the look this. that I was giving you was me trying to um, repress in all the things that I wanted to say about the French people, but okay, choosing good. not to. Okay, great. I think that's a smart decision. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And we will Swallow move forward. Swallow that. <laughs> and we'll move forward. Um, so I stayed there for a while. I think I was there for almost a year-ish. Um, and then I ended up going to Bologna. I was so burnt out mm. from Verjou. I just felt like mm-hmm. I had grown so much. I almost quit a couple times. I mean, it was a kitchen that I was like, ah, oh, I'm not even doing anything here that's good. I'm just fucking things up all the time. Um, and, such uh, a klutz. Such a klutz. But you know what? Everything I fucked up, it's like I came to work the next day, you know, and I could see that the chef really respected that about me, and he didn't give up on me and kept teaching me, so I knew I was growing. Whether or not they were telling me that, right. there wasn't a lot of like pats she on my back. She burns everything, yeah. And, but you know, she's oh my god, she shows up on time every oh day. Oh my god, we had like a kitchen fire once. It was a disaster. I blamed it all on myself. It was she turned a salad station into dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What well, kind I was not salad kind of station. Was I was on fry French? station. Huh? Was it just classic French food? Or um, what was going it wasn't. On it was a mix. Um, Braden Perkins is the chef. He's amazing, um, and it's kind of a mix of French influence. He does like pasta, Asian influence um mm. I, w- I wouldn't say it's like french specifically yeah okay. um, they have both kinds steak and frites yeah <laughs> and he, he was cool because he really like took a lot of feedback from people and like that was weird for me to have a voice at all in the kitchen when i was so new um so mm-hmm. it, that was mm-hmm. fun so anyway go to bologna i'm like happy that i'm there i had just like really indulged i had traveled around italy by myself and ate and kind of was trying to decide what I was going to do when I went back to Chicago. But here's what happens. I talked to my brother who lives in LA and he's like, Hey, you should come through. Haven't seen you in forever. Like visit me in LA and let's go eat at some restaurants. And the number one restaurant I had was Tuamac. I had Uh, always wanted to go. uh, I knew of Chef Ludo. Um, So turns out my brother, it's great, great. But my brother couldn't go, went by myself, sat at the bar and I met Ludo told him about my experience in France, and he was like, hey, come stage here. And it's so weird that he gave you so much attention. I don't know why that would be. <laughs> Just a single girl sitting in a bar, hanging out, Oh, my God, LA. please, please. No, no, no never. He was like, That, doesn't, no, that no. doesn't check out. Ludo's a dog, no matter who you hey, are, who you look like. I don't want him, Okay, so... Um, <laughs> All right, but I didn't even end up working for him. I ended up, mm-hmm. like, staging, yep. getting in contact. They didn't have a position there. They were opening Petit Trois. It hadn't opened yet. Got me in contact with Jonathan Whitner. And were you working with Doug? I was. I staged with Doug, who is uh, a great guy. He's a goddamn legend, Love isn't he? Doug. He's a fucking legend. He's tough. <laughs> he is. He's, he's tough he's and he's talented. He's a long time Yeah, ago. he's very talented, but intimidating, you know? And, like, that was the experience. I was so used to that in Europe, being intimidated um, mm-hmm. and having to overcome that. But um, in L.A., I had no idea what, it, what to expect. I was, like, right. totally out of my comfort zone here. Um, you'd be prick- picking sprouts all day. Right. But well, no. I, I didn't. I was living out of a suitcase. I was like, I'm just coming here to visit my brother. I'm going to stage at these restaurants. Oh, okay. There was no like intention to stay in LA. I was going back to Chicago to eat hot dogs. And you thought like, you were going to come eat some squirrel toast and then head out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of which I did, of course. Um, 
so I went to Animal. I worked for Jonathan like for a week, and I was like, dude, this kitchen's so different from anything I've experienced, and that was a really good thing for me. So I stayed. Mm. Um, in which I got to know John and Vinny. Um, you know, she so was crashing on your bro's couch at this point, or totally, mm-hmm. totally crashing. I was in so much debt from Europe. I like barely was making any money. Um, so I had to really dig myself out of a financial hole and a mental one a little bit because I was like, I can't believe I'm here in LA and like, am I staying? And I, d- I didn't take to LA at first. I had no friends. I was in a kitchen with all guys and that was hard a little bit. There was <clears throat> yeah, one really other hard. female female cook, one or two. We but... don't respect people from the flyover states here so well <laughs> either. <laughs> That's how it felt. So how did you, how were you able to climb out of your financial debt um, uh, with, on a line cook salary? Living on a couch, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and having the best brother in the whole wide world to, to help me get out of that. You and know? I guess... Cute. Yeah, uh, it's cute. He's the best. I guess you got to have free food, which is a big one, probably. Uh, um, free food all the time. And I wasn't like going out because um, right. I had no friends. So yeah. this was really working <laughs> out for me. Um, and so Rose in the bathtub. Rose in the bathtub. <laughs> yeah, like when you know he was out of town, it was party time. Like this, you just got to capitalize on those little moments. Mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would make Italian food at Family Meal. And I was really clear with John and Vinny that I loved Italian food and that I was very passionate about it. Um, I knew that they were taking over the Damiano space and that um, it was under construction, but I didn't know what that would look like. I, I was worried if I went over there as a cook that, you know, that wasn't really where I wanted to be. I wanted to push myself and be very challenged. Um, and they hired a different chef. So I was like, okay, like I'm not even in the running for that job. Uh, and long story short, uh, the chef parted ways. They didn't have a chef. And I was looking to move back to Chicago. I'd been an animal for a long time and kind of serendipi- serendipitously. Mm-hmm. Serendipitously, yeah. yeah. That was a word. Um, John and Vinny lost their chef. I was ready to leave animal. And they were like, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. Like, we want uh-huh. you to come over to us with uh, John and Vinny's. So you but opened it up. I was scared shitless. I was scared. I was like, I've never, like, I, to be completely honest, uh, as a cook, you know, I had still been feeling like I needed to prove myself and trying so hard. And um, I think what was different about me is that I had so much leadership experience and that I was ready to guide people, even though I was still learning myself all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I, I made it made it a point to train people when they sucked. Like, because I know what that's like. Yeah. Like, I had been in that place for you so long. You were born for this. I was fucking born for it. I believe it. And so, uh, yeah. So they were yeah. like, hey, try this out. We trust you. The thing is, they trusted me and they believed in me. And so that was enough for me to be like, when do I start? Mm-hmm. Right. But boy, did I not know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> like 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., mm-hmm. like breakfast, lunch, and dinner without a break. Yeah. That's fucking hard. You opened with breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Oh, yeah. We wow. went. We went we I just right. imagine without knowing that it just no. started with dinner service, and then you got the wheels moving. No, I always tell John and Vinny this. I'm like, you guys have no chill, and it's amazing. And like, <laughs> it's like a treadmill. You like jump on, and you can hang, or you can't. And like, that's sometimes not the best for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why people are like, you're insane. Like, that's crazy. But there's ways to make it work. And they like, know that there are some freaks out there that can do it. Like, and me. they find them. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't easy, that's for sure. Like, um, you know, now we have a staff of 40 back of house. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I never thought... 40? 40 people, that yeah. Is back of house? 40 back of house, 45 with all of our management in the back of house. So <sighs> it's a lot, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, other people are doing way crazier things, but for a kitchen that I, like, hadn't... No, for your seats, for your space, <laughs> right, for your, the mat, right. Like, so but you have, do a lot of to go, right? Oh my gosh, we do. It's insane. We you have an employee for every seat in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. That makes me feel a little bit better, actually. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I mean, that's, that's crazy. It doesn't. I know it's crazy. Like I don't know any other restaurant that has that. It's crazy, know? but we have you know so much going on in that space. We have our large to go format. Um, mm-hmm. We have our caviar orders and things like that. So, um, and you catering. Know, do you guys do catering? Yeah, we do catering. Yeah. But we have a whole. You know, we have the caramelized productions, which is like catering exclusively. But like mm-hmm. we take like large orders all the time out of John and Vinny's. Yeah, you guys catering. would be printing money even if you didn't even open your oh, doors. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know like, about me. Like but the customer is yeah. coming oh, in shit, for yeah. definitely not yeah. you, uh, but like customers coming in, like they're sort of just like an annoyance for the kitchen at that point because oh, everyone's oh. just like, we have so many to go orders. No, it's not an annoyance. I mean, like, obviously, it's not I, an annoyance. You know, but it's, it's like so, it's so it's such a unique experience being that the kitchen is open um, and that you interact with customers on a daily basis. Like for me, I've met the most amazing people. I've seen kids like literally born like and 
they're like three years old now or whatever the case. Right. It's like you, you start to kind of like integrate yourselves into people's lives in a really special way. And like that's what I loved about Chicago is like I grew up in this restaurant where it was the first job I had as a host was at this place called Sunny's and I was hosting then, you know, bartending as a 16 year old. Chicago is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but you also know, I was Chicago, just pouring wine. Motorcycle without a helmet. <laughs> but like, I was like, I'm going to take this restaurant over, you know. And like, it was cool that that was the same place that I had, you know, been in the same space. And now I have these like little kids who like look look up to me and like come every Saturday and they like want to run the food and help, which like right. we really can't do. But it's fun to like see their interest. But you just said it because when I when we started, I I described John Vinny's as a little bit casual, and yeah. it, I think. It, it kind of is, but it wasn't what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say, and what is what you just said, is that it's more of like a family-style mm-hmm. local restaurant, which is weird because L.A. doesn't really have any... It doesn't have that many that feel like that marquee, that like combine, right. it's hard to get in. It's incredibly mm-hmm. well-recognized, but it also is like small and family and local, mm-hmm. even though there's, it's Fairfax, there's no yeah. local for Fairfax. It's like, mm-hmm. it's its right. own little island, but it's like... Yeah, it's different. It 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 has that feeling of mm-hmm. of like a East Coast Italian neighborhood yeah. restaurant. Yeah. And like I fight for that so so much because like I think, you know, me being able to be in the space as as someone who's able to like talk to the to the tables and engage with the customers like it does create like a different ambiance. And some people would really hate that. I mean, so many kitchens like and chefs that I've worked for would be like, fuck, I got to go out to the table? Like, that really sucks. Like, for some reason, that's, like, something I really enjoy. I work I, in the kitchen because I don't want to exactly, talk to people. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes with the cooks, they have a hard time with that because we have that open bar seating and, like, customers will ask questions all night or, you know, um, in, in a lot of ways it makes it harder on the cooks because they have to be cleaner, they have to be more organized. Mm-hmm. They can't fuck up without someone, like, seeing it, you know. Right. Yeah, that is... It's different. <laughs> yeah, that is. We've done. A, yeah, never. I don't know why I would bring this back to me. We've done a few pop ups, and some have been in front, and some have been in back of a kitchen, yeah. and the experience is like so different. It's so <laughs> so different. different. A lot it's, of whispering going on yeah. when it's open, right? As opposed to like this is bullshit, right? Exactly. Well, and that's the thing. It's like I learn every day. I can't lose my shit. Right. Like I, yeah. I have a bad temper. Like I. I do. Classic Chicago. <laughs> well, that's what's so How funny. Is my, my friends will be like, Chicago is out. Chicago do you have a record? Out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> guys, I don't. But like, guys, I do I have don't. a temper. I have a temper. And so like. I have a cousin the force. So <laughs> no, I don't have a record. Jason, but. Andre, listen to me. But like, I got to, I got to play. I can't go Chicago style, you yeah. know, in a kitchen. And like, ex- especially because I'm like a female leader and I take that so seriously. It's like, I want to show a lot of the cooks that come and work for me that, you know, kitchens don't have to be a certain way and that I can offer them. You know, a type of leadership that that might not like degrade them or demean them in any way, mm-hmm. um, but also they know when I'm upset and I'm stern. Um, mm-hmm. But the customers do too, so that's a lot of pressure. It's like when the kitchen's fucking up and you're like, "Oh my god, guys, right. pull your shit together!" You know, I I can't really do that, so I've had to learn other ways to like lead and like assert when I'm angry, but without like showing face. So it's definitely you just stomp on people's feet i walk around the block a lot like Like, if you ever come to john and Vinny's and see me walking around the block it's just because i need to walk it off like i'm stressed out like just walking around just needed to cool off a little bit so when Um, so when you walk you 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 go for a walk around the block do you leave your apron on or do you throw it It off on the ground it depends on my mood it depends on my mood and like my level of uh frustration but usually the apron is on so i don't have enough you know so when everyone in the back of the house sees you going for your walk, they know. <laughs> They're like, stay away from chef. They know. She's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, you know, then I come back cool, calm, and collected, and we're okay. We, we move forward. I like the idea of, of your version of cool, calm, and collected, <laughs> and then, like, what people actually see. You're like, can I come back cool, calm, and collected? Yeah, exactly. People are like, holy, holy She's mad. Yeah, she's yeah. just threw a toilet yeah. and threw a windshield of a parked yeah. car. Well, <laughs> you know, I've... She just looked, lifted a school bus over her head. <laughs> I threw a measuring cup once, and I was like, this is not okay. Like I was like, I don't want people to see me that way, and and I I regret Deep it. Down, you don't want to be that person. Yeah, you don't. Why? Want to be because that person. you want to go by weight. Exactly. And not volume. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you understand. We're all trying to switch over to by weight, aren't we? It's we not are. easy. It's not. So is the is the food at John and Vinny's the type of Italian food that you wanted to make, or did you have yes. to adjust your style? No, to, it's exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. Yeah, I mean, guys, like I. 
In in Chicago, because John Vinny's is a specific style of Italian food. Oh, you know, yeah. one of the few places in LA that has a vodka sauce. Right, exactly. <clears throat> but like, I grew up with Gavadil and, and vodka sauce. Like that was a Sunday sauce that we ate mm-hmm. weekly. You know, yeah. um, meatballs for sure. Like uh, veal milanese. Like you know, Those we've meatballs had meatballs at John Vinny's are fucking good. They're the best. They're oh, they're they're delicious. But like you know. Part of like what really works for John and Vinny's, I think, is that people can come and they know what to expect, or they kind of have these memories now, these food memories of like, we like the meatballs, we're going to come and get the meatballs, and mm-hmm. um, it kind of becomes a staple um, on the menu. And we do like have like things that you gotta yeah, get when you go there, exactly. Which is like how I grew up. Like I knew the best place to get rigatoni, I knew the best ways to best place to get like baked mustacholi, and I like would different restaurants, different places, mm. and uh, I was I was lucky that way. Do you guys ever consider putting a Chicago style pizza on the menu? Yeah, like I've been thinking. I've been thinking, really. I've got. I've got. Well, no, no, not like deep dish. No, I can't do it, guys. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do. Like you're talking about. Like I'm talking about Giordano. Deep dish. Yeah, we're talking about like, deep dish. You're from Chicago. What's the difference between the two? We talking about. Well, what is your definition of Chicago style? No, pizza, well, there's then? some places that have some really amazing like thin crust. Like Paisano's in Chicago is the best like Italian beef pizza with jardinera on it that like drives me nuts and I'm like okay, obsessed. I dream about it. We take everything back. Okay. Like that's make, what I'm saying. Do what you yeah, just said. So when you say that's beef, when, yeah. beef pizza, yeah, does that mean sausage? No. What do you ground I mean, beef? Like, have no, you slightly, never like had a, like oh a my hot God. beef sandwich, but on a pizza, right? Have you ever had a hot, like an Italian beef? Yeah. Okay, so you take the beef, you mm-hmm. layer it on the pizza. Some like freaking strips with some onions and yeah, butter. It's and not stuff. strips. But isn't a big thing the au jus? So how do you keep the uh, the pizza you don't from going? Do au jus. You, you don't, don't do au jus. You don't do au jus. You wouldn't really. What about au jus dipper? That's an idea. But think about ranch? the fact that there's red sauce on. <laughs> oh, right. Guys. Come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> well, back but up don't a couple. with me. Well, the <laughs> Italian beef is like the thing is you got to eat it before it gets soft because of exactly. the big label of au jus, right? Right. But I mean, some people prefer, prefer the Italian beef dipped. I mean, right. this is like, it depends yes. on your preference. Mm. But this will not work on a pizza. No. <laughs> so we do red sauce. We Correct do Ital- like probably like thin Italian beef and then jardinier. Mm-hmm. And definitely some cheese. You could do like some provolone, some mozzarella. You'd ha- we'd have to play around, guys. I want to eat this but, pizza. Could you explain jardinera right. to people who are listening who might not be oh, familiar with it? Oh my god, jardinera is the most delicious pickled relish. It's not even really pickled, actually. That's wrong. It's more of like a relish used um, in Italian beefs. It's composed of like cauliflower, carrot, sometimes red pepper, sometimes not. Um, it can be spicy. There's a lot of celery, mm-hmm. um, and it's oily and delicious. Mm-hmm. And you use it as a condiment on Italian beef. Mm-hmm. Or you can mix it up, put it on some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, like a beef and peppers, like or um, a sausage, Italian sausage mm-hmm. for sure. A twerked up relish. It's a twerked up relish for sure. That's two two twerks <laughs> that chunky. we use today. It's chunky it's and thick. it's delicious. You can tell, like when you see yeah. it, you can tell the cauliflower is cauliflower. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the celery is celery. Yeah. And carrot, but it depends like who who you get it from because a lot of people kind of mix it up with. So what pizza with in. that a, a healthy dose of that schmeared all over it. You wouldn't smear it all over it. We do dollop. We it, not really dollop, but like more of a sprinkling. And it depends if you mm. want like mild or hot. Like these are questions we have to answer before we put it on the menu. That sounds mm. like a fantastic. Pizza. I gotta run this by John and Vinny, but I think they be- might be into it. So they just went a- to Chicago, so I'm hoping that like they have some inspiration. You get some freaking inspiration. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about what about the deep dish though? You're are you an anti? deep I don't think deep dish is gonna work in our oven. In our pizza oven, we got to play to our strengths, guys. All right, okay. I got an mm-hmm. oven that doesn't know even work. Um, well, it works, but like it, like mm-hmm. is very low temp right. on the line. So let's take oven out of the equation completely. Yeah. Okay. So now we have pizza oven, which is about seven hundred degrees, and when we're baking a deep dish Chicago right. style pizza, we ain't gonna make, melt that cheese. It's gonna right. be ice cold in the center. Yeah. So we'd have <laughs> to you need a lower it. temp, and they cook for like forty five minutes, right? Precisely, and then you know we'd probably have to like go next door and like oh, heat like it next tree, door. Tree <laughs> right, right. Like we just torch the thing. So like it's don't not. Put, don't rub it's your not head on the work, microphone. But, but look, that. I'll keep it. Yeah, I want people to know I just did that. That's why I rubbed it on the microphone. <laughs> hey, screw you. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'll keep it in mind, but it probably won't happen. Okay, so plus, like, deep let's keep out. it real. Hold on, deep dish is amazing. But like, I go to Chicago and I'll eat deep dish. But like, do you think LA is going to take to a deep dish spot? Is there one out here that there's I a don't? Couple. Oh yeah, there's that no. place uh, on Sunset, right? Like Masa, Masa? Masa or something. Yeah, but that would no. That I'd place be, sucks. I like. Well, I'm one of the few people who think it's okay, but I don't think it compares. Like, if you had it, you'd be like, "Oh, this is a big pizza, but it's not Chicago." Yeah. There's a place right. on Melrose called Blackbird that does yeah. a pretty good uh, okay. deep dish, and then there's a place called Dough Box in like. 
Dough box? It's like Boyle Heights, and yeah. apparently they have a very... I, I've heard they have the best deep dish in L.A. I will say, though, ha, mm-hmm. I've never had deep dish that I liked more than another type of pizza. So you can say the things like, do you think L.A. is the right place? Do you think right. people would embrace it? People right. don't like to eat like that. They don't like to eat as heavy. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, in the grand scheme of things, I think my favorite pizza memories, you know, aren't necessarily deep dish, which is just a lot of cheese and sauce mm-hmm. and, like... Mm-hmm. Traditionally, pepperoni. It's and like sausage. an entire layer of sausage. Yeah, like they have like, sausage mm. wheels that they freeze and they like put it on at Lou Malnati's. It's yeah. like bam, bam, cheese, sausage layer, yeah. sauce. That's crazy. That's a, that's a lot happening sausage there. Wheel. I just only th- yeah. <laughs> sausage yeah, yeah, yeah. wheel. I think I don't know, but I th- I'm sure if you did it, people would be very happy too. Is the other thing, right? You but would like, have some people very. Happy. If you build it, they will come. Right, that's true. But guys, I don't know if they they will. I'd rather eat the hot beef. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what what things what other things do you want to squeeze onto this J and V menu from your childhood? Because you've been saying all these Italian things like baked mastacholi and all these things like those are regional specialties that we're not too familiar with what? over here. Really? I mean, like we baked know, ziti, all that stuff. We know about it a little bit. Okay, but like, lasagna. Have you heard of that? <laughs> I, I know, lasagna, I know what you're saying, but a lot yeah, of people yeah, yeah. here, those are like, you know, like the baked shells sure, and all those sure. things and the strombolis. Like, right, 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 right. They don't really exist in L.A. so I much. I know, I know. So that's what we're playing with right now. Like, we've been working on lasagna. I know you're like, lasagna seems so easy. Why can't you just, like, make it happen? Well, but lasagna is one of the most delicate dances in the it, Italian kitchen. Exactly, and, like, executing it. That's the thing. Like, when, like, like we say, like, the restaurant's busy. It's like, when I have so many cooks coming in and out, what is going to work? you know, for repetition and are they going to be able to execute things with consistency? Like part of the reason we're successful is because we have a staff that is making the same food and sometimes for cooks that drives them nuts. So I have to find ways to like right. keep it happening. So like, that's why we want to move forward with certain things on our menu and also like work within certain parameters. So we know like who's cooking it and mm-hmm. if they can pull it off. <laughs> so right now we're working on lasagna um, mm. and we're probably going to be selling that like to go for sure. But mm. can we execute it in house? I mean, Stay tuned. Those are the kinds of things that you, are better when you make them the day before, right? Yeah, exactly. But like heating it up and things like that. Remember the oven thing? It's like got to mm. work that pizza oven and, and I feel like we need to get that oven down at John and Vinny's maybe <laughs> repaired or replaced. I think they have it in their budget. No, it works. It's just like what we use it for is not what we need. Like what right. we would or need. Or maybe buy we another for, oven. We got meatballs you guys in there. Have we have so, so many much meatballs money. in there. It's literally like two trays of meatballs in there at all times. So it's like... That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about secret menu? Secret? Oh, we have a lot of secret menu. The secret menu. Wait, I didn't menu, know that you listen, have any secret menu at all. I know. Well, you, yeah. you have to be menu. Emily Ratajkowski to, right to get it, guys. You you're going to get me in so much trouble with the secret menu. Well, you can shit. give one, and then we'll, you can no, tell us no, the rest. Oh, I can't. I can't. No, I can't. No. I can't. You know who's the worst? Do a fun one. You, you know, like do one fun. You know, like when you look to family and you're like, you know, my level of stress. Solamente like, uno. Yeah. Uh-huh. My brother comes in and he's like secret menu all day long, and I'm like, the secret menu has to be at the perfect time. Like you can't take advantage of the secret menu when the restaurant's full and people are going to see. Yeah, oh, right, sh- right, like right. you get me in so much trouble. You know mm. what I mean? Um, but obviously, like the best part about being in Southern California is we have access to the best produce. Yes, and so like making you know a spaghetti with tomatoes and basil is so delicious. Like whipping that stuff out as a secret menu is fun because like you know I can do that very quickly and I have access right. to those ingredients. Um, the baseline of what's in your walk-in is so high that it's easy to freestyle. Oh, it's, it's the greatest. Did you just here. say spaghetti with tomato sauces on your secret menu? No, it's like the market market tomatoes. So it's different. It's like I'm oh. making it a la minute. Yeah, so I'm not just like, hey, pomodoro, there you go. A la minute. You know? And and sometimes we have pasta a la Santa Monica Farmers Market. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's what it's called. But we will probably put it on the menu soon enough. Uh, tomatoes are coming back, so it'll probably come on. But like. Um, obviously we have like linguine. We do a lot of riffs of linguine. Um, a customer came in last night and we did something like they wanted only butter and pepper and I was having fun playing around with that. I just like doing different classics. Were they classics. five by themselves? Um, no. Off record, we'll talk about who it was. It was a rapper, wasn't it? <laughs> right. I will not disclose that information. Okay, okay. You, you guys do have a lot of celebs in there, it seems like. Every time I, I go mean, there, there's always every someone. Every customer is a VIP, guys, okay? Ooh, great answer. Great answer. <laughs> Do you have any specials? Everything on the Everything menu is special. Everything on the special. menu is special. Exactly, see? I've you noticed. I mean, right. you learned that shit at Chevy's. Right. I, I, <laughs> I've noticed at, at John and Vinny's that 
They it might have the most like attractive clientele out of oh. any restaurant in LA, perhaps. It's a lot of pressure. I'm listening. What do you yeah. mean it's a lot of pressure? Like coming in there, I'm just like, damn, geez, like like I look like shit I can't, today. Yeah, to like everyone. I roll out of bed. You know, I'm like, fuck, why? What's it's everyone's too pretty in here. You mm. know what's happening? That's another thing that about would LA. Annoy me. Like you're wearing an apron and a hairnet yeah, and, and like, gloves. Pu- yeah, and, and they walk in. Yeah, all hot and stuff. Right. What Where are I the mean? bridge trolls? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Those are. Um, we got to head east for that. Got to head yeah. east, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why every attractive male and female person yeah. in L.A. just loves John and Vinny specifically. And it's like a weird thing that I don't understand. Maybe it's the playlist. It's like the music. They like want to be seen and like hear good music. Did you say know. maybe yeah. it's the playlist? <laughs> Play- playlist, yeah. Interesting where you put the... Playlist. Pl- playlist. You guys have a banging Sonos over there, huh? Banging. <laughs> <laughs> but like we make the playlist, and by we I mean me, and sometimes other Ooh. people. Helen, John, Vinny, everybody gets in the mix. It's fun. <laughs> it's so fun. You have to like you got to keep the staff moving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, in that place, like you said, if you know if the menu little static from time right. to time, then right. keep the uh, keep the music, keep the uh, the energy going. The ambiance. The ambiance. Yeah. I right. Mean, you didn't hear this kind of music like at Sunny's where I worked in Chicago. It was Frank no. Sinatra and yeah. Dean Martin all day, mm. which I tend to really enjoy. Yeah, which is not a bad thing. Which yeah, one wonder, day? It kind of. I, I really wonder, like the the whole thing of restaurants. Like mm-hmm. we're like a nice restaurant, but we play like gangster rap, and it's right. crazy. Like People, that was like a oh, thing God. like ten years ago. Right. That was like. A revolutionary right. idea that was mm-hmm. so insane, and now every single restaurant does it, and, and it's kind of their thing. What, what do you think is going to be the next, Ooh. the next like crazy funky juxtaposition? I hope there isn't one. I love hip hop so Thank much. You. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, I oh, love wait. it. The, I mean, I do I too. Mean, <laughs> but the thing is, like. A lot of people kind of hate that about John and Vinny's. Like, we've gotten mixed reviews. Some people love the music. Some people hate it. Sure. Um, I think it gives the restaurant, like, some personality in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next? I don't know. I hope not country. Sorry. No. I, hope that, I hope that never happens. Yeah. I mean. I mean, what do you guys think? I'm okay. I mean, I love rap music. I listen to it all the time, and I DJ it all the time. But also, like, uh, sometimes when you go to a restaurant, they're they're kind of like, they really want to walk the line, the high and low of like. Right. What are you talking about? Like, you know, something somebody doing farm to table, farmers market, squirrel like food, and then just playing trap the entire time. Right, right, right. And then just kind of like, like, isn't it crazy? Look out, <laughs> isn't it crazy? And like, I'm going to crank it up right, super loud, right. and it's going right. to be like gangsta rap. Yeah. But like, I have like Santa Barbara right. urchin as well, and it's right. that's a crazy. Like, look at look yeah. at me, look at me. Yeah, kind of thing. it's it's a lot, and like. We have to like work on that all the time because like I'll come into the restaurant and I'll be like, what the hell? Like, you know, they got Gangstar on at three o'clock and mm-hmm. like a mother's like covering her kids' ears and I'm like, this maybe we need to <laughs> adjust and we have and, and you're like, yeah. why am I the only person who's noticing this? I feel like I'm taking crazy <laughs> right, pills. Exactly, exactly. But no, like we've worked together and like we're we're on it a little bit more and, and definitely at eight in the morning I'm not playing, you know. Gangstar. I didn't even know that you guys were open at eight in the morning. Yes, come and see me. I'm there all the time. What, what's, that what's on the breakfast menu over there? We got soft scrambled eggs. We have a really good BLT. Um, I love it so much. Mm. Plantain eggs? Um, we do have plantain eggs. Have you had the plantain eggs? How mm-hmm. did you know that? Good guy. He's an Italian. Seems himself. like a thing. A dish it, that he's would an make sense. Italian, did you say? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Is it bad Italian. <laughs> Genoa? Italian. Oh, my, my grandmother's from Torino. She's yeah. from the north. Yep. The best. Mm-hmm. you know. It's controversial. Although I went to Sicily this past summer and I was like, whoa, this My is uncle different. married a Sicilian. Whoa, yeah. People don't, some <laughs> my grandfather's like a Sicilian and my grandmother's a northern Italian. And they, they have, they you have a lot of like conflict. You guys beef North and South Korea, don't you? <laughs> whoa. No. <laughs> Time no. 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 No nukes pointed at each no, other. No. You can't afford Not, it. No. <laughs> Fisherman's Village salary. <laughs> no. No nukes. What uh, I, I I think maybe your most popular thing is the is the rigatoni with the vodka sauce over there. Fusilli. I mean, vodka. sorry, fusilli, fusilli. Get it right. How do you? Well, make, it's an absolute desert of vodka sauce right. in this town. How do you make? How do you make so. that sauce? Who else makes vodka sauce here? No, a lot of people. No, he, yeah. he just oh, said okay, okay. we're in a, it's yeah, a vodka it's a desert. It's a desert, and it's such an iconic dish that is so close to people's hearts who yeah. have grown up and lived on the East Coast, and it's oh. it's such a glaring. Um, such a glaring, what's the word I'm looking for? Exemption or the mm-hmm. glaring mm-hmm. hole that it doesn't yeah. exist in more places. I know. Not in like a deep dish. Right. Yeah. Or, or a playlist. <laughs> I've, I've, or I've, an Italian beef. Or, 
or an Italian beef or, or a freaking mustacholi, you know. Uh, yeah. But I, I was doing some vodka sauce research maybe a year or two ago. For Just yourself? trying to figure out, well, like I wanted, to, I, I was trying to make the vodka sauce myself because mm-hmm. I went to John and Vinny's and I've, I've had vodka sauce before, but it was yeah. very good there. And then I was like, oh, I want to learn how to make it myself. And I was looking up recipes online. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, why is there vodka in the vodka sauce? And then there's some kind of like, lore behind it and mm-hmm. a little myth as to why it's in there. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the myth. Well, the, the, the myth that I gathered <laughs> that was the most popular one was the vodka is in there because the alcohol in it allows the, the smell of the tomatoes and to all out. the ingredients to be sort of weaponized in the air Enhanced. more. Like, a, yeah, the alcohol yeah. allows it to diffuse. Right into a, a more absorbable mist when you're smelling it, which sounds a little a ridiculous <laughs> because vodka doesn't really offer much flavor. Flavor, right. No. No. But what, what do you, have, you, is that some, have you heard that theory? I have heard that theory. Um, what and say you? know you? what's so interesting is you? when, you're in, <laughs> when you're in Italy, like, it's not common on a menu. You know, I've never seen it I, anywhere in Italy. I have never. It's not an Italian dish. No, and in it's fact, a New like, York dish. I have uh, one of my vendors who comes in who's like, what is this vodka? You know, what are you guys doing? And um, he's a crazy little Italian guy and he doesn't really understand what the <laughs> hell it is. Um, but uh, it's definitely something that, like, is a staple in American Italian food. Right. Um, as to how we make it, I think what's different about John and Vinny's is that we use tomato paste, which a lot of vodka sauce recipes use actual canned tomatoes and kind of mill them and, mm-hmm. or like pulse the tomatoes. So Solamente like a, tomato paste. Solamente tomato paste. No shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, which is pretty dense, but like you really have to balance that with uh, You're some, toasting the tomato paste in the pan? Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. But not too much. Cream not and butter? Yes. <laughs> Correct. Red chili no, flake? But, but Correct. Keep going. Uh, there's a few there's a couple other things you're missing. Uh okay. Tomato paste, red chili flake, cream, butter, salt, obviously. Yeah, nailed it. Um what else would be in that little salt? Anything powdered? No. Okay. Garlic? No. Ooh, Chinese shit. five spice. Okay, do you want me to tell you or yeah. Was- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean definitely. <laughs> Uh, shallot, mm-hmm. okay. Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. yeah. basil, mm-hmm. and there you go. When does the basil go in? At the end, yep. always. Because okay. otherwise mm. it becomes all muddled and gross. Right, yeah. What do you think about when people make the sauce where they take uh, like the Scott Conant tomato sauce? Have you seen that? Yes, of course. I've made it. Okay. <laughs> it's delicious. It's legendary. It is legendary. But how, yeah. do you, how, do you, do you, how do you feel about doing that basil oil infusion and then pulling it out? No. No. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Mm. I think Scott Conan does that really well. <clears throat> yeah. I don't want to do it. You know what? I like, um, especially when we pick it up on the line, like I like the fresh basil mm-hmm. in, inside the pasta. Absolutely. I prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, I really do like that pasta that Scott Conan makes. It's delicious. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. It, it has so much. It's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work, you know, but it's it's a fun one to make. It is if you're trying, you know, you're having a date, you're trying to like get the room to smell really good. You've got the garlic and the basil oil. It's just mm-hmm. like it sets, the, like sets the kitchen. tone. Sets the tone. What's the, what's the hardest dish to make at John Vinny's? Hmm. Um, well, all the dishes on the line are pretty fast, uh, but I would say like the more labor intensive is the is the meatballs. Like it's a kind of like a three day process, just because we're like marinating them, we grind three. them down, we shape them. Yeah, because like. We're essentially marinating them for a day. Walk me we through this ball. <laughs> we got beef, you got it. pork. You got it. We got beef and pork. No veal. No veal. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we are marinating, you want to know, I'm not telling you everything that's in there. I'll get... No, but give us as much as you can. People are going to take me out for that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? No, no, no. But this um, definitely seems like a trade secret. <laughs> but we mar- you marinate them. So whatever kind of flavors you're trying to Look put into your meatball. Look how excited Jason's getting. He's like, no, say all of it. Say all of it. <laughs> I will off record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what are you, so, you mar- so you marinate them. Um, you break down all the meat. You marinate it. You grind it. You then mix in the breadcrumbs <laughs> and um, a certain cheese of your liking. What do you, you mean of, marinate? You kind of bind them. So you're marinating them with... With like aromatics, for example, oregano, maybe onion, maybe garlic, if mm-hmm. you want, maybe shallot, whatever you You're want saying, to do. She's saying it sits it instead sits. of it's not cooking right away. The so aromatics are sitting mix. with the meat, yeah. mm-hmm. just chilling in the walk-in. 
Got it. We prefer to do that in the morning, so by nighttime when we're ready to grind them, they're nice and flavorful. Okay. Then you're letting that mixture sit so that when you're ready to roll out the meatballs, it sticks together and it's all emulsified and delicious. I've never thought of making That's, the meatball mixture a day in advance yeah. just to let it sit. Mm-hmm. It helps That's to keep... That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps yeah. to keep the shape. Of course. It's actually something I remember my grandmother doing as well. She, would always, she was I've always doing things before, I've the day before. So many, no, I've made so yeah. many meatballs and it's never occurred to me to do that. And of course that makes an incredible amount of sense yeah. that it would be better. Right. I'm a dum-dum. Well, you also got to get a good meatball scoop. Sure. You know, that really works. I've got an ice cream scoop. Because some people shape them by hand, but what a meatball scoop really does is keep them nice and like the same size, which is very beautiful when you're plating them. A little uniform. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all all uniform. And they'll all cook at the same time. They'll all cook. They're braised in red sauce. What are your tips for keeping the... Because those balls are real moist and tender and not dense at all. What What are the meatball... The tricks? To, yeah, the tricks. Um, tricks. I, th- I think finding a binder, like, for example, breadcrumbs, panko, whatever you want to use. Um, mm-hmm. Quinoa. Quinoa. Oh, wait. No. no. You know my friend Jessica. Hi, Jessica. She's the best. She Jessica Largi, she's going to have this restaurant called Simone soon, but she um, was she's telling me she dried out, I think it was like quinoa, and she made it. She did, de- like, no, farro. It was farro. She, like, dehydrated it, then pulsed it and used that as a binder for... Um, Meatballs. Mm. Insane. Faro. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> so, like, she cooks the farro. She cooks it. She, like, bursts it all the way. Right. Um, and then she dries it out, pulses it. Interesting. And then it, or I don't know if she dries it out. I might be making that shit up. But You can use, like, also I've but had she, meatballs. There's alternatives, yeah. That were, like, just white bread soaked in milk. Right. That exactly. kind of thing. Well, that's traditional different. for, yeah. like, us growing up Italians. Yeah, exactly. That's what our families did. Like, yeah. that's definitely, my grandmother always just, like, soaked bread in milk, like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah, and fresh, then with her hands, nice did milk, the whole thing. soak it down. Never almond milk. <laughs> oh, almond milk. We make, we make our own almond milk Oat milk, idiot. That's what they were using. That's happening. Oat milk's big. It's on the up and up. Wait, you, guys make, you guys make almond milk at John and Vinny's? We make it. That seems like a... It's a lot. Seems a little unnecessary for John and Vinny's to be making their Makes own almond milk. Makes a good latte. Milk. Yeah, oh, is it also for breakfast service? Guys, 45 employees, it takes a village, okay? It takes yeah, a village. Yeah, that's true. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I really feel like if I was John or Vinny, I would be like, just buy the fucking uh, <laughs> almond milk that comes in the bowling pin and be done with it. No, but they have great taste. Get so a they know that blend. that doesn't taste as good as us making it. I mean, it that's, why, uh, that's, why they're, that's why they're killing it, you know? That's Attention why they're killing to it. detail. Yeah. Um, back to our meatballs. All yes. right, listen. Sorry. I think that um, you should have your own frying podcast. them. Yeah. <laughs> Can I come on your podcast? I really know how to steal the fucking shit. Yeah. Um, frying them, you got to have enough space to fry the meatballs um, the when pan. you're doing them at home. Yeah, you got to get a good pan that will fit enough oil to kind of get them enough browned on all sides. Mm-hmm. Then taking them out. We're doing olive a, oil? Um, you don't have to do olive oil. <laughs> We're doing We don't do oil? olive oil. We do peanut oil. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, nice. But at home, you could definitely do olive oil. It would be delicious. Like if I did it at home, I would definitely right. do olive oil. Whatever I have, you know, to make it work. Not a lot of people have peanut oil in the crib, you know? No, of course not. So I would I would shoot for olive oil, um, and then you want to braise them covered in sauce. And then I think what really works nice is insulating the pan with, like, saran wrap and aluminum so they steam nicely, and then that way you can go low and slow temperature without, like, hurting them. And that mm. keeps them, one, in the shape of a meatball, and two, like... Nice and cooked. So you through. get so you get the big hotel pan yep. with the sauce, the balls in, Cover and then up. you do saran wrap and, and foil. foil. Double, double it. And the plastic no melty. And no melty. <laughs> I know people get so scared when I like do classes and stuff or like cook for people at home. They're like, whoa, 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 plastic in the oven, and then watch something's going to happen and it's going to come back at me. So <laughs> no, I mean, do it at your I, own I, risk. I see people but, do um, it all the time, yeah, and I know it's it a normal day. thing. Yeah. But every time I see it, I'm like. The oven is hot and the plastic yeah. is... But you don't want it... What would you say? You don't want to go over like 400 no, with no, no. it or we, like... We, using it like 275 350, or 350. 275. Yeah. Yeah. 350 for the first hour, then drop the heat. That's what I would do. Yeah, yeah but you know, I, if I take this plastic water <laughs> bottle in a 350 degree oven, Whoa. It, something bad's going to happen. It's something bad know? is going to happen. But I guess the people down at Saran Wrap have it all figured out, well, don't they? And, and also like the industrial mm-hmm. like plastic wrap we're using at the restaurant yeah. might be <laughs> stronger. True. I don't know. This is some, someone should Google this. We, you yeah. should do some research on that. Well, I'll ask Alton Brown the next okay. time I Please talk to do. him. <laughs> talk to Alton. Get is back. Is he doing this podcast? He's not, he has not agreed to do the podcast what? just quite yet. 
We've been trying. He hasn't uh, responded to my DMs on Instagram. Well, you got me, so whatever. So far, you are better than him, (laughs) absolutely. 100%. What are you you cooking at home? Okay, so I happen to live with another chef, which is amazing. Oh. Yeah, Sarah Kramer from Kismet. Okay. She's great. Mm -hmm. Um, And luckily enough, we have an amazing garden outside. So I am pretty spoiled right now. Um, Mm. Cabbage, kale, chard, a lot of stuff is happening. So at home, like this sounds so LA, but like I'm able to take stuff from my garden and cook it, which is great. We like made our own grill. Um, That's awesome. We bought a bunch of cinder block. Yeah. Well, actually, Sarah, Sarah and her friend did, but like I helped. Mm-hmm. Rearrange it, okay? I helped rearrange it. Yeah. So, um, I get some of the credit, maybe not all of it, but just some of it. Um, so you, so you built a cinder block grill in the backyard. Yes. Nice. And it's awesome. Okay. I love it. You guys don't have to pay for the expensive stuff. You know, you make it on your own. Do uh-huh. DIY. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and you it love works. it more. Sure. So at home, I'm cooking a lot of vegetables um, because I have access to them, and I have that grill, and it's delicious. Um, and I think. You know, cooking at home with Sarah is really fun because she has such a different style, and mm-hmm. uh, it's. Are you better cook than she is, or is she? No, better? she's my hero. I mean, like, I, like I. Not no. really a serious question, by <laughs> the way. No, but we do make great creations together. Mm. It's a lot of fun. Have you guys ever collabed your restaurants together on, yeah. on something? Yeah, we just did um, a dinner for the Times Up uh, Legal Defense Fund. We did it at Kismet with a bunch of female chefs, which is amazing. Mm. Um, I mean, I worked with Nikki and Carol from Anaka, which is amazing. Mm. And there was literally like seven or eight of us. And um, it was like the most calm, composed experience in a kitchen I think I've ever had. Because there's no fucking dudes? Yeah. Is that, that might be it. I don't know. What do you guys think? What'd you make? I mean, um, <laughs> sure. I mean, I've, I've seen a room full of women get together uh, and be pretty rough. As, and also, same, same, which, same. You know, you know yeah, I've look, ever heard same. a real rough room before, sure. But, uh,. <laughs> But I'm sure all awesome. those. I'm sure all those gals are pretty relaxed. Yeah, you know, it was like Nanako lady is a cool. pretty zen. Talk out, about cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, 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 she yeah, was yeah. in her zone, and it was amazing. Um, but what did I make? I made a braised artichoke, um, piccata style. So I made this. You have you've had chicken piccata, right? Mm-hmm. We oui, yeah, oui, oui. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, so I did like a chicken piccata sauce um, with some breadcrumbs, piave cheese, and it was really nice. Piave cheese. Piave. What is that? Um, it's a mild uh, cow's milk cheese, um, kind of a little bit creamier, uh, softer than Parmesan. It's mm-hmm. a little, it has a little bit of sweetness, which is really good. It tends to be more affordable than Parmesan, so a lot of people use it instead of Parmesan. Mm. Um, just a little bit harder to find, uh, but you could probably find it at a cheese store. I love it. Like It's a great cheese for topping any sorts of dishes like pasta, but it also is like nice to snack on, mm. which is unique. Okay. Yeah. Don't snack on that. <laughs> what do you do to not get fat eating all this food? Oh, I know. Um, guys, I move around that kitchen like non-stop. crazy. Non-stop. And a lot of it is... You're like, burning a lot of cal? I do. I burn a lot of calories and like... You know, like Migo says, you got to walk it like you talk it. <laughs> you get it. Absolutely. You wow. Get it. Guys, you Great get Migos it. poll. Good thank for you. you. Good for you, Courtney. Thank you. Thank you. But no, I, you got to move. Like, I'm constantly running around the restaurant. Um, it is. Because you don't have time to go to Soul Cycle or anything like that with your um, schedule. Wait, I have been to Soul Cycle and it's amazing. Oh. Did you like it? I did. I've I did. It's, it's the best. Like, I think it's a good workout because you really have to force yourself to zone out and it's pushes you so much that like getting your heart rate to that level it feels really good mm-hmm. um and when i'm working out on my own i'm obviously not pushing myself with someone yelling at me telling me to move faster i'm mm. like you know what do what's comfortable do what feels right you know yeah if you want to run a mile run a mile if you want to run nothing don't, you're not today you know i guess that's why we pay these hotties huh exactly it's so true <laughs> if you just want to sit in your hot. car parked in front yeah. of the gym and drink the coffee that you bought for the gym and then not, and then work not go yeah, or take can, a nap you can do that Take a car nap. I feel like, like that's something that Andre and I will do once a week. Right, yeah, exactly. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I move around at the restaurant. Um, I do do Soul Cycle. I go mm-hmm. to the gym mm-hmm. when I can. Healthy. Healthy. Damn, you're killing Smart. it. You know what, though? Like, I, I'm getting older, and I feel, I know that sounds crazy, but I feel, I feel it more when I'm not taking care of myself. Like, I it have a hard time. Crazy. not crazy at all. <laughs> you guys get it. That is everyone listening. You get it. Everyone listening to this podcast right. is like, yes. Right, exactly. Yes. And it's like, you know, going out and having a beer after a shift, for me, 
I pay for it the next day. Like, you sure. know what I mean? So I'm not Even just living that lifestyle. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I, mean, I. She means like 30 beers. I mean yeah. 30. I mean 30. But back in the Chicago days, guys, like. You're hitting the yeah, freaking Chevy's Yeah, days. you're going out, you know? Yeah. You're, the <laughs> Chevy's days. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big Chevy's plug. Um, so no more Jägermeister for you. No then. more Jägermeister, but there was a Jägermeister time. Was, for we sure. all had a little. We bit of all period. had that. Um, no more bomb. tequila and Mountain Dew. Is what Here you're and saying? There. No, no. Okay. Or so RBV. Been Queer Eye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> RBV. Did you hear that one? Red Bull Vodka. Red Bull Vodka. Did you ever do that? Yep. <clears throat> None of that, guys. Red Bull Vodka will take you to another level. I ain't got time for that anymore. Good for you. Yeah. So, um, and like. Being in LA, the hiking is amazing. I'm mm. sorry, it's cliche, but in Chicago, you don't have that. No, there's no hiking. <laughs> You're not hiking on the on your day it's off. It's a true thing. You're Hell not. No. Yeah. No, I mean, we hike all. I hike all the time. He hikes a lot. Really, it's the best. What's your favorite hike? I, I do the observatory right up the street. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. But I've hiked every uh, every summit in this damn town. What about in Pasadena? Have you cracked that yet? I've done some Casuna. I've yeah. been up into some the Angeles National Forest Ooh, over there. some good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring a little freaking Italian trail mix up there. Italian Catch Italian some freaking trout. Wait, question for you. What's your favorite Italian sandwich in L.A.? And please tell me because I've had some, but I would like to pick your brain. Uh, I think my favorite is probably Mario's Italian Deli in Glendale. Oh, that guy, I die. Mm. With the slicer, and he's making the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. He's my hero. I have a picture with him. Really? I think. Yeah. I mean, I think back in the day, the Bay City's Godmother was mm-hmm. was everyone was everyone's favorite. But mm-hmm. I think now it definitely was ours for a long time. Now either the but, quality has gone down, or everyone's it, taste saucy, has improved. You know? Yeah. But I don't remember it. Or it's not as good I like the bread. as I as bread's I, too hard. Bread. Yeah, the bread. People I live by the bread. bread, and I think the I don't know. I think it's not. I my think bread. the bread's good. It's not the bread for me. I'm mixed on it. I think it's better than some of the ones I've had yes. here. I think Mario's sandwich has some yes. great bread. Like I like that bread on mm-hmm. that sandwich. Although I craved a little bit of something, something on it. Yeah, I mean, Maybe we do. Like, we do have a definite shortage of a quality Italian hoagie. Right. You know. Yeah, we do. The, the quintessential one doesn't really exist here so so well. I really like um, Sopracetta, oh, and I best. really like Roma Deli in Pasadena. Those are yes. my two favorites. Mm. Oh, wait. I mixed it up. I'm not talking about Mario's. I mixed that up. Roma is the guy, right? Yeah. The old man. With, yeah. the, with the pink paper? With the pink paper. I'm I talking love about that pink paper. Maybe you, so you haven't been to Mario's. Oh, Mario's. In, I don't think I've been there. It's good. <clears throat> but it's, Roma's, Roma is what you're talking yeah. about in Pasadena. Yeah. Roma probably has a little bit more old man charm. When you said Mario's, there is not the iconic old man that you're talking about like at Roma's, but there are old men at that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I really never noticed. Maybe you keep an eye out. But no, if anybody's ever been to Roma's, there's an an old Italian guy who is incredibly sweet and looks like something from Central Casting. He's adorable. Mm -hmm. They only have two sandwiches. It's the same sandwich, two types of bread. That's it. Right. It's incredible. Mm. Have you had a spicy soprasada that you like? Or do you like traditional? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm talking about Sopracetta, like the, the spot in... What's that? Guys, why don't I know about any of these places? Not, it's a restaurant like, not, in Silver Lake. Not a sandwich what? that's just Sopracetta, but it's a sandwich place next to... Um, Ohana Poke. Poke. Ohana Poke. It's, oh, is it new? It's no. a few years old. Four years, four or five years oh, old. It's on, it it's I on, always drive past it. I'm Sunset like, what is that Santa, place? Uh, they, Sunset and Silver Lake. They yeah. sh- basically are in the same space. Like right. From the outside, it looks like two different places, but yeah. they... Have a yeah yeah across the street from hipster pho. Okay, so that's got a good sandwich. I think I think it's my favorite. It's not a traditional kind of Italian hero hoagie. It's a little smaller. It's it's slightly minimalist, but I think um, pound for pound, bite for bite, taste for taste. My brother likes the Italian over a prime pizza in a pinch. I keep holding on to the way you're saying Italian. It's (laughs) cracking me up. I haven't had it. I haven't had it. What is it? Where? A prime pizza. Oh, prime. Great sandwiches. The Italian, right down the block. Italian there's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. And I like their bread, too. Yeah. What, what about you? What's your fave Italian sub in town? I mean, I... I it's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, there's no I'm kind of with be... you on the on the Bay Cities thing, although, like, I I first came here, and that's the first Italian sandwich I had. Yeah, when you um, were... Yeah, back in the day, yeah. you go, then you get the godmother, right. and you're like, damn, this is good. And then you get some of the little truffle, the Jose Andres truffle chips. Right. Might grab a... Wash it down with a freaking Gatorade. Might grab a slice of meatloaf from the counter. Mm-hmm. I've never tried that. It's good. 
Oh, interessante. It's it's cute. It's like, you know, delis like that to me are so nostalgic and I love them yeah. so, so, so much. Um, I got to take you over to Mario's. Yeah, I want to go to Mario's. They got a, they got a triple decker. They, they do the middle bread. Yeah, but I think I think Prime's is is pretty good, and it tends to be the one that's like easily accessible for me. So I go because it's like you'll like Mario's. Yeah, because it's like thirty feet from your it's restaurant. Thirty feet. Those guys are great. I love those guys. Shout out to all those freaking guys. Those freaking guys. <clears throat> all right, Courtney. Well, we're all done with this podcast. Whoa, really? Already? Are we gonna have hummus now? <laughs> we're gonna eat some hummus. I mean, yeah. Andre made a very Odalengi <laughs> looking hummus, didn't he? Yeah, and we have no Guys. dipping vessels but tortillas. I think we're going to have to go pinky. Right. That's fine. I mean, I've done it we before. We have... We'll, we'll find something. I think there's some tostadas, and then I've got mm. uh, flour tortillas from mm. Sonora, Sonora Town that I can crisp up. Okay. He's going to crisp them up. All right. Well, Courtney, what's your uh, Instagram if people want to go follow you on there? It's um, Full Court Press. Oh, really know, good. Are you private? Chicago Bulls. No, I'm not private, okay. but it's... It's it's like weird. It's like underscore. You'll find it. Just full court press. Full there. court press, yeah. Courtney. And go to John and Vinny's <laughs> yeah. if you're ever in Los Angeles. Yep. Maybe there'll be more John and Vinny's in the future. There is. We're doing one in Brentwood um, soon Soon enough. Brentwood's such a smart move for that shit. I know. Such a, such yeah, a, that such a, a savvy yeah. move oh. to do that. Yeah. It's it's. It's the, bigger too. It's it's double the size, so double the fun, as they say. A part of town where that <laughs> oh will be. Oh my god, that was so bad. Well, please don't put that in there. Oh my god. No, but that's a part of town where it's like <laughs> double that's the seating, cheap eats. double the fun. You get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'd be foolish to not have it be double the fun. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I mean, it is Brentwood. It is. Uh, you can follow me at them jeans. Mm-hmm. Andre has no social media, and wow. the stewpodcast dot com has all the episodes. If you want to go listen to him, and you've been a real pleasure, Courtney. You're <laughs> welcome you back guys. anytime. Thanks, Courtney. My pleasure. Okay, say bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.